Welcome to Radically Distinct Radio with Jen Morgan. Radically Distinct Radio bridges the worlds of brand marketing and professional development to help you take control of your future and build your brand to accomplish your goals. Whether you're an individual trying to reinvent yourself to launch a new venture, or you're an executive trying to reposition your company to modernize your sales and marketing programs, Radically Distinct Radio provides insights for how to show up in the world as your most powerful brand. As a brand strategist, advertising producer, and business coach, Jen Morgan has 15 years' experience helping individuals, teams, and companies create stories that inspire action. Her RAD method empowers people to be radically distinct by giving them a framework for perceiving their brand and expressing their value that sets them in a class of their own. Now, she brings the RAD method to the airwaves to help you maximize your brand power to produce results. Here's your host, Jen Morgan. Hey, everybody. Welcome. I am so thrilled to be introducing all of you to a colleague and friend of mine, Jen Morgan. I'm Dr. Pat. And each day, each week, we get to introduce you to people in the world that are doing extraordinary things. As a matter of fact, very distinct things. Oh, well, let me be very specific, radically distinct things in the world. And that's what Jen is about. Uh, we're launching a series with her because what you all have said, I think so often to us, is how you look to fulfill your place in the world and how daunting it is to figure that out. But that's what Jen does, whether she's working with CEOs or she's working with entrepreneurs or people with a dream. What she's been able to do is over the past 15 plus years, help businesses provide their brands and their thought leaders with incredible value. She takes an extraordinary corporate experience, now brings it forth in the world of entrepreneurs. Beyond all of this, as an independent businesswoman, she has an, an incredible reputation for helping people and problem solve to the place where you can step out and be successful. How often have many of us heard about stories where people work, 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 and we're just killing ourselves, and we don't understand where we're not producing results. Today's show is about that, introducing all of you to Radically Distinct Radio with Jen, as well as introduce you to what the RAD method is. How do you get to be this person that discovers the extraordinary nature of herself, but then also helps other people do the same thing? Today, we're going to take you on a journey, introduce you to what Radically Distinct is, introduce you to the RAD method, which is the absolute foundation for becoming radically distinct, and, and also demonstrate that over the next several weeks, this is more of an invitation for all of us to understand our unique proposition in the world. So I want to just give uh, Jen just a, just a great welcome, and we're going to have so much fun. It's great to have you here, Jen. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you, Dr. Pat. It's kind of cool because we get to really talk about and start the conversation with this show, which is not just about introducing people to Radically Distinct and what that means, but introduce people for how it is possible for them. You know, it's not just something that's out there for one or two percent or Michael Phelps or, you know, somebody like that. You work with people all walks of life and help them. So what has inspired you to show up in this way to be able to help folks become radically distinct? What happened with you? 
Well, I, I first started out in brand advertising photography, and I was doing that for about 10 years. I got to the point where I was producing for Coca-Cola, and um, we had a we had a, a bunch of little publications that do advertorial work. We had big-name brands that we were doing work for, and the industry just started to change all of a sudden. You know, the recession hit in 2009, <sighs> and we just started to see the people who were hiring me leave, and that meant that people replacing them weren't necessarily knowledgeable about what they were asking, and it made my job very challenging, and you start to lose motivation when you're pitching projects that you aren't really that excited that you're going to get, you know? So that's what happened first, and then I started to look around, what what else will I do with this very, very distinct <laughs> skill set that I have? And it was very depressing, and I went into what I would call a quarter-life crisis, uh-huh. And uh, decided to do some traveling. I visited a friend of mine who lives in New York, and I found myself in an argument with a. I'm not. A, I'm not a person who likes to get into arguments with people that I don't know very well. But yeah. you know, sometimes you get in a conversation, and we got into this political conversation. It's right around the recession time, and this guy says to me, he's like a stuffed shirt kind of like you know corporate dude, and he says, "Well, I don't believe in giving power to the masses." And I don't know what happened. Like, I, there was this part of me that wanted to pick up a chair and smash it over his head. You know, it was a very aggressive part of me. And, um, you know, I kind of, I, I stuffed it. But in, in the end, what I did was I took that, that anger and that aggression and I created what's the rad method. Because I do believe that anybody can be powerful in the world. You just need to know what are, you know, the pillars under of power yeah. so that you can figure out how can I tweak this underneath the engine so that I can show up as my best self. Yeah, and I love talking about this because we have this stigma around the word power, especially women. And what we're learning now is that when we step into that place that you're talking about, we literally help ourselves rise up so that we can help other people. You know, we can go out in the world and do good things. You know, so it's it's really creating a whole new paradigm, a whole new conversation or narrative on how we step forward and claim, you know, this birthright, you know, which is really ours, isn't it? Yeah. You know, I, I think that as we, everybody talks about wanting to live their full potential. Yeah. And I think that it's really impossible to live your full potential on your own because you need other people to focus in their area of expertise so that you can focus in yours. Otherwise, who's going to bring food home? <laughs> you know, like who's going to like literally go to the store and pick it up? So there's got to be compromise in a way in which you're doing what you do and I do what I do and we can benefit from those things. So I think that's why you need to know what makes you radically distinct because you need to know where you fit and you need to know when to leave certain areas where you're not in a place where you are your most powerful, but instead are just doing what you think you need to do to get by. Yeah. And, you know, what's fun about this is really looking at, you know, it doesn't matter what you do. You could be a massage therapist. It doesn't matter. You can be doing that and think I'm perfectly comfortable doing what I'm doing, but I've got another passion and purpose. Yet I cannot see my way from where I am today and bringing it forth. Because when you're so dedicated to what you're doing in the moment, you don't stop to think that it's possible to have anything else. Isn't that what the five pillars are about? Tell us about those a little bit. Yeah, so the five pillars, um, there's passion, perception, positioning, promotion, and performance. Mm-hmm. And they're, they work together like holding up uh, like a structure. Like if you, if you imagine a stage, it has to have uh, like a platform underneath it in order that it stands up. If one side goes down, then you have a tip, you, know, you have a non, uh, 
you have a stage that's <laughs> tilted. I don't know what to say. It's no, not that's working, right. right. Yeah, you know? it, it's like building a house, right? Yeah. And, and you're putting you're putting your pillars in, right, in the house, and you have each of the four corners, right? Mm-hmm. But you forget the middle one, right? Right, and then you build your floor. And then about a year later, you're wondering why everything is sagging in the middle. Yeah. And I think we do that with our careers or like we, we get really excited about this direction we're going to go on. And then we leave a part of ourselves behind and we wonder why we aren't feeling fulfilled or satisfied. And sometimes people I, you know, I'll talk to, they might think they want to leave their corporate job and yeah. go off on their own. Oh. They, they really might want, think that they want to do that. And, and as I work with them, we Not find Benny, out. Not Benny, though. <laughs> not, not Benny. Benny. Benny, Benny and I have been here for 13 bleeping years together. <laughs> OMG. Bleeping years. <laughs> well, I didn't want you to bleep me. No, I know. I get you. But you're right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so people might want to leave, and sometimes it might just be really taking a look, a bigger picture of what's missing in your life and finding ways to pull the, another aspect of them. So, for example, if you're not very good at promoting yourself, then you can continually feel like you're not seen in your organization and you're not getting the appreciation and recognition you deserve. So it may not actually be that you're in a job that's wrong for you. It might just be that you're not showing up so that people can see you in, in a way in which they can yeah, watch this. give you the love back. Watch this now. You ready? Yeah. Okay. All of y'all out there, ready? If you think you do a really, really good job at promoting yourself, raise your hands real high. Okay, you guys on the Dr. Pat team, I'm watching you now. Come on, you can get them up there. You can. No, no, we don't know. Yeah. No, Benny, you didn't even put your hand up. I don't even know what happened <laughs> over there to you. Um, but you're right about this. And, uh, and then there's the idea of picking not exactly the right person to work with. I just heard that story the other day by somebody who was like, oh, my gosh, I've been burned so many times. How many times you heard that? Yeah, well, yeah. It's it's really challenging to find the right person to work with because in some ways you have to have an experience where you found the wrong person <laughs> to find the one yeah. that's right. Um, there is that. And then I think it's also challenging because especially when we're talking about business, everybody uh. everybody has an agenda. And, you know, they're like a website company wants to sell you a website. They're not going to look out for you and know if you're ready for the website or if you've got a marketing strategy that's going to include the website. So it's really important that you have somebody on your team, somebody like me, who can make sure that you are choosing the right strategy first, you know, the right aspect. But which pillar are you working on first? Because that can make the difference between whether or not you have the energy and the momentum or the, and the money to move forward to the next one, you know, to grow. Yeah. And I want to say that when we're talking about money here for all of us, what I want to just make sure that you all are clear about is those of us sitting here have invested in ourselves to be here. I don't think that there is any, anyone that you might be able to point to that hasn't done that. Um, and what I think, Jen, you're talking about is really knowing the right places to invest in. And we don't. And without talking with you to kind of help people figure out where they are in their journey, mm-hmm. you know, where are you? Uh, then we can go off and make decisions that aren't going to benefit us. But this is really what we're talking about in launching the series, isn't it? We're starting today with introducing the the RAD method, and then we're going to continue and really get deep into this. So this is exciting uh, for many people that are listening today to know how they can get help. But this idea of being powerful, can you be powerful if you're not radically distinct? And I love that term, that whole radically distinct thing. It's really, I I mean, right? Yeah, it's a very dynamic phrase. Well, look at the Olympics. (laughs) Yeah. Right? Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, 
I'm sorry. The question I, you missed the question, and then you sent me to the Olympics, and now I'm like, what was the question? Yeah, well, radically distinct. <laughs> yes, radically right? distinct. I yep. mean, everybody in the world is talking about who right now? Usain Bolt. Uh, yeah, yeah. So right, so we're we're talking about people that have excelled and put themselves out there in the world we live in. We know other people or neighbors maybe mm-hmm. that have done things that you know kind of set them apart. Mm-hmm. But that's part of being radically distinct and stepping into that and being powerful as well, right? Yeah, absolutely. I think the question um, that you had said earlier was, can you be powerful if you're not radically distinct? Yeah. And I think the answer is no. And it's not enough to just be powerful because you know, Blockbuster was a powerful brand back in 2000. And when Netflix approached them with, hey, buy us and make us a part of your portfolio, Blockbuster was a big dog. They didn't need Netflix. They didn't feel like they needed to look forward to the future. And so they said no, and Netflix demolished Blockbuster. So it's not just about being powerful. It's about are you aligned to the future, and are you looking at how things are changing so that you're adaptable? You know, that's really being radically distinct. You're like you're today powerful, but you're also making moves so that you are continuing to keep yourself in a in a space in which you're competitive. And I, I don't think individuals feel comfortable oftentimes thinking of themselves as competitive. But the truth of the matter is that attention is currency today mm-hmm. and your time is money. So, you know, you it doesn't matter if you're talking about talking to your kids or if you're trying to get your boss's attention or you're trying to get customers. There are so many distractions uh, in the world that there's a study done in 2011 that said um, people change between three different technological devices 21 times an hour. That is that means like humans now have this whole other thing that they're dealing with besides for getting food on the table, going to work, raising a family. We now have this like technology thing that is like not really human, but it is kind of like attached to us as if it is. So our time is in demand and attention is currency. And if you don't think that you're in competition with other people around you for time and resources, then you're going to get left behind. We're going to take a short break, but I'll tell you, I had that experience right out there in the whole renovation that was done there. They got a new kitchen out there. I could not figure out how to buy an energy drink from that new machine out there that I needed to have some card with that I didn't understand. And then I had to figure out how to scan the thing. It was mind-blowing for me, (laughs) you know, to buy an energy thing. And, you know, I could have just taken it and said to Benny, you know, I don't know how to pay for this, dude. But you're right. We're faced with this every day. We're going to take a short break and we come back. We're going to tap into what this means. What are the five? What are the five pillars of a powerful brand? What is the right rad method? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Radically Distinct Radio. Jen Morgan and me. I'm Dr. Pat. We'll be right back. Brand consultant Jen Morgan is here with Radically Distinct Radio to help you take control of your future and maximize your brand's power to produce results. Whether you're an individual trying to reinvent yourself and launch a new venture, or you're an executive trying to reposition your company to modernize your sales and marketing programs, Jen Morgan and the RAD Method empower you to play to your strengths and show up in the world as your most powerful brand. To learn more, go to jenmorgan.com, that's Jen with two N's, morgan.com, or call 206 972 
Hi, I'm Tim Darter. And I'm Steve Kramer. Join us on Spirit Fire Radio. Discover how to add the mechanics of meditation to your day. And watch yourself connect in a whole new way. Find the amazing moments in life's routines that often pass us by. Add to your awareness with Spirit Fire Radio. Tune in each Wednesday at 9 a.m. for your weekly guide to practical mindfulness. And to learn more, visit www.spiritfireradio.com. Get ready to rid yourself of all that is weighing you down and holding you back from living the life you want for yourself. Coming Clean, The Art of Transparency with Katherine Moss is a hit show for women in recovery who are ready to live life on purpose. Tune in and let Katherine help you live your truth one day at a time. Live each Tuesday, 9 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Transformation Talk Radio is dedicated to the education and awareness of Lyme disease. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Lyme Talk Radio. I'm Dr. Pat, joined here by Dr. Nusheen Darvish. Dr. Pat Basili and Dr. Nusheen Darvish will be bringing the most innovative, groundbreaking information, research, treatment innovations, and stories from those it affects every day. I'm so excited to be talking about this. We have so much to share. Dr. Darvish and I are planning to do is connect the dots. People suffering with all sorts of chronic diseases, it's time. It is time for them to transform. Tune into Lyme Talk Radio and help keep our mission strong for the loyal listeners out there that have been listening to this incredible show on Lyme disease we are not going to let you down we're going to come through stronger and enrich the platform for Lyme disease awareness through Lyme Talk Radio the message will continue the conversations will become stronger and the healing epic Awaken to your radiant, authentic self. For over 15 years, Soul Purpose Advocate Nancy Monson has been focused on leading change in the lives of those looking to live their true purpose. She is devoted to supporting people and living a soul-directed life every day. Let Nancy help you overcome fear, worry, and doubt. Visit EverydaySpirituality.com to learn how Nancy can be your Soul Purpose Advocate. Hey, everybody. It's so great to be connecting with all of you. we got a great lineup today. Jen Morgan is in the house, and I love, love, love being able to introduce all of you to what you've asked for. You know, basically, I can't tell you how many email messages, how many instant messages we get, or how many times you call in to the show and you say, I have a dream. I have a passion. Uh, I just don't know why I'm stuck, why I can't get it going. And, you know, today it launches Radically Distinct Radio with us on Transformation Talk Radio and the Transformation Network. But most importantly, it is really in service of all of you that have said, I've got a book to write. You know, I want to be out there speaking. Uh, I want to be of service. I want to be a healer. And if you're stuck, there's a very good reason and you're going to hear about it today. So the RAD method is the way we're kicking this off before we talk about you know, get in here and talk about passion and perception. What I'd love for you to do is how can people find out more about you? So let's have a website, email, phone number, whatever you have. Yeah, you can find me at jenmorgan.com. That's Jen with two N's, morgan.com. You can email me directly, j at jenmorgan.com. 
And you can follow the Radically Distinct Radio on Instagram and Facebook at Radically Distinct. There you go. Now let's go. Passion, perception. We're going to tackle those right here, aren't we? Um, Let's talk about what they are. And, you know, it's interesting that you're starting off the RAD method with this. So tell us a little bit about each of them. Passion. What happens when we... (laughs) What happens when we don't have that? What happens when we don't have that pillar going for us, right? <laughs> well, when you don't have your passion in what you're doing, it's hard to bring all of yourself to it, and it's really hard to be powerful if you're only giving part of yourself to something. So, being able to find how you get up in the morning and what drives you, it, it's not necessarily all that easy to do on your own, really. But without it, you don't have a lot of motivation to produce the results that you want. Well, and, you know, when you don't have the motivation to produce it, you know, there are things that just don't come to the forefront. What kind of emotional energy does this take? And I noticed it is the first one, right? Um, But talk a little bit about what you've discovered in the work that you do with other people about passion. Well, so I think passion has three aspects. There's purpose, perseverance, and living truthfully. Ah. And, you know, a lot of people talk about purpose is how do you align what you want to do to a bigger something bigger, which gives you a lot of momentum in the world. Because quite honestly, if you just want to do something and nobody else cares about it, it's not <laughs> helping anybody else. You're going to have a lot harder time getting funding, getting people to help you promote. You know, so purpose is really important. We hear a lot about it in leadership. Perseverance, you know, I think that this takes time because if you've had a lot of hits, like things have maybe pushed you down a lot, then getting back up is, becomes harder and harder, especially as you get older. But perseverance, you got to keep getting yourself out there and putting yourself in places where you're going to get rejected. And that's hard because rejection is a big, huge fear for people. And I think the hardest one is living truthfully because, mm. man, it's hard to get honest with yourself, especially when you don't want to change. You yeah. Know? yeah. And um, I found that when you do get truthful with yourself and you you know, invest the time to figure out what is it that's driving me to continually to not make the moves I need to move forward – there's some sort of an insight or something that really matters to you that once we un- uncover it really opens things up for you to move forward. Yeah. And, and it's hardest to do that if you're doing it all by yourself, like you said before. You yeah. Know. Yeah. Because we kick the crap out of ourselves. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think when we're talking about passion, we're talking about our emotions. And, and honestly, we live in a world in which we tell people that if they're emotional, then they're, you know, that that's not a good thing. But humans are emotional. Yeah. I mean, that's why we're not robots. Yeah. So finding ways to include your emotions into your communication is what's really going to attract people. But you have to be able to have some sort of a way to control that so that you don't blow people down with your passion. Right. I mean, if you're all passion and you're not really looking at the rest of this, then that's really how you show up. Yeah. You know, you show up as all passion. Um, and there are some ways that that makes sense. But then, you know, it's just one pillar that yeah. you might have. Um, you know, it, it looks like that passion and perception, when we kind of put those two together, it, we really can start to see how the RAD method and what you've created starts to take on some teeth here. So perception, for people that may not know how you work with that here in the RAD method, I think it's interesting. Tell us why it's important for people to have a clear sense of where they're going. Well, what you think about who you are affects how you show up in the world and therefore the results you produce. So before you can really change anything externally in your environment, you have to change within. 
which is, you know, a lot of people talk about it's a very spiritual way of thinking about things, but, but really your thoughts do create your reality. If you show up to the starting line already defeated, I don't know if I can do this. Oh, my gosh, it's not possible for me. I've never done it before. You're lost. You're out. You have to show up to the starting line believing you've won already. And that is an inside job that requires you to see why it is possible for you to achieve what you're trying to do. And that has a lot of emotional entanglements. <laughs> you know, you've had things happen in your life in the past that people have shut you down. And those perceptions get stuck in your memory bank. So having somebody like me to go in there and figure out, well, what makes you think you can do this and challenge you on certain things creates a whole bunch of stuff comes out. And that becomes the insights that we use to shape your strategy moving forward, as opposed to the things that you push down and pretend don't exist. Yeah. I mean, we hear stories like this all the time about people that are not willing to look at defeat. You know, they're not willing to look at, wow, okay, so I didn't do that very well. That means I'm going to walk away and give up. Um, And, you know, you're helping people see the ultimate place they could go by helping reshape somebody's perception, so so to speak, right? Yeah. You know, I have to tell my clients I'm reorganizing their brain. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because, you know, it gets a little confused when you're in there by yourself all the time. And you put things in pockets that it might not necessarily need to go to. So we want to work through those things. (laughs) And the real reason for doing that is just because you see something occurring in a certain way doesn't mean that's what's really happening. You know, you have to have two people at least looking at something to get an objective perspective. And that objective perspective helps you create more space between I can do this and I can't do this so that you can create a strategy yeah. to improve. Oh, oh, my gosh. We're seeing it now in our pop culture right now. Uh, people uh, who knew that there would be so much conversation about one movie that the critics absolutely hated <laughs> that's now grossing over four hundred and fifty million. Suicide Squad. Yeah. They counted everybody out. They called Will Smith a failure for doing the movie. Mm -hmm. They said it made no sense. They telling everybody the movie is discombobulated. Okay. Wow. Thank goodness we don't listen to everyone, right? Mm -hmm. But isn't that an interesting perspective where people had to decide for themselves? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, I had a a client. She's a a senior vice president of a $3.2 billion pharmaceutical company. And uh, she came to me and she said, Jen, I'm a confident woman, but I'm not showing up in the world as confident. <laughs> and I, and she said, I feel like I need to own my authority. So her perception was she needed to be more, more powerful, more outwardly powerful because she was shrinking. But actually what was occurring was she was running everybody over trying to prove <laughs> that she could own her authority. And so we talked through some certain situations, you know, for example, she'd be in a boardroom and she was the only woman at her level. I get that. And so certain (laughs) things that she would say that might from a man just kind of be, I don't know, uh, just it might have been like a volley, like it might have been a volley because it was coming from a woman. This is a possibility. Who knows? Because I wasn't there. But it's a possibility that he just didn't he didn't the guy who she was speaking with just felt threatened, just flat out threatened. And he came back in a disrespectful tone to which she did not know how to deal with in the moment and got red faced and, you know, freaked out and lost her temper. And that didn't go well for her. Reputation. Oh, I, I would know nothing about that. Right, <laughs> Benny? No, I would know nothing. But, you, you know, I mean, there we are. That's a perfect situation. Yeah. Um, but you help people manage, you know, through those layers. 
Yeah. Right? Yeah, so there's physical things that you can do. Um, I, I teach people what's called the Venus flytrap, which is when somebody throws like a dagger at you like that, talks back to you in a disrespectful tone, you, you, you legitimately close down your energy sphere. That's what you do. And then what we kind of our tendency is to then, then immediately communicate from there. But all you did was just mirror back the crap they sent you. Yeah. But with the Venus flytrap, what you're doing is you're, you're basically squeezing in your perineum and zipping up the front of your body um, because you're doing it anyways. You want to become physically aware that you just closed. And then you got to unzip it from your face down to your heart and then say, hey, you know, I'm not, I didn't mean to disrespect you. That wasn't my intention. I just really think it's important that you look at this situation. But I'm coming to you from a place of respect, even though you didn't just give me respect. And then people see you as a leader and you're no longer at the effect of what legitimately might have been the most rudest thing for that person to do to you. So, you know, over time, when you practice things like this, you get aware of how you physically respond. Yeah. Then you can get a hold of your tongue. <laughs> you get yeah. a hold of your tongue. You're able to speak up in situations when it matters and you can manage your brand and supposed to being at the effect of how everybody else is going to treat you. Yeah. And, you know, these are what Jen is talking about here is she's talking about things that you can apply in all aspects of your life as well. I mean, you don't just learn these things, you know, by working with Jen that you can apply for five minutes of your life. I mean, this is really setting a foundation. That's why they're called pillars. We're going to take a short break and we come back. We're going to talk about a couple of what I think are, are a couple of controversial ones here. And and what I think are some of the most misunderstood positioning and promotion. What about positioning and promotion gives you a hot flash right now? Let's take a short break, everybody. We'll be right back. What is a brilliant culture? And how do we create them? Why are they important? Claudette Rowley has created a breakthrough five-step process to help you design a culture that is authentic, innovative, and successful. Learn how to create change with Cultural Brilliance Radio, the DNA of organizational excellence and Claudette Rowley. To learn more or work with Claudette, visit ClaudetteRowley.com. Are you ready to start winning at the game of life? Lynn Brown, host of Get Into It, Winning at the Game of Life, is here to help you reach places and goals that you never thought possible. Lynn is an intuitive healer with a specialized background in financial healing. She combines her intuitive nature and her wholesome approach to financial planning. To learn more about her financial planning services, contact her personally at letter R, letter U, Intuit.com. Have you been seeing numbers like 111 and 222 everywhere you go? Do you feel that the universe may be trying to get your attention, perhaps offering a message of some sort? As it turns out, numerical patterns and certain types of geometry form the very fabric of our reality, from cells under a microscope to the astronomy of our night sky. At Stellar Reflections, we offer special sessions which tap into these patterns, designed specifically to support you on your journey. The 111 and 222 activations are sessions activating new patterns in your energy field, which in turn can help you create new patterns in your life. After just one session with a practitioner, either in person or via distance, clients report gaining greater clarity, becoming more intuitive, and honoring their inner truth as they move forward in their lives. Curious about what these transformational sessions might do for you? Call 425-999-9836 or visit StellarReflections.com. 
That's StellarReflections.com. Chris Stainis is a spiritual leader and healer and teaches a course on how you can transform your life through a meditation and healing system that will manifest your spirit's dreams. She manifested the Women of Wisdom Conference, the Women of Wisdom book, and this radio show. And she can show you how to change your life, too. Are you ready? Visit the website and contact her at VoicesOfWomenToday.com. That's VoicesOfWomenToday.com. Do you want to achieve your goals? Do you want to strengthen relationships with others? Do you want to improve your financial status? Colette Marie Steffen is partnering with Mark Kettenbach to bring you an energetic upgrade online experience. Unfold and develop your full potential. Visit energeticupgrade.com today for more information. That's energeticupgrade.com. Hey everybody, welcome back. Radically Distinct Radio. I'm Dr. Pat. Jen Morgan joining me here today because it is Radically Distinct Radio with Jen Morgan. And, you know, what that means is that we're looking at how you can become your most powerful brand and what that means in the world. You know, whether you're thinking that, wait a minute, I'm an entrepreneur, I just want to write a book, all the justs that you have in your sentence are, are really indicators that where you might be is a place where you think you're going to do it all by yourself. But it does take a team. But before you can build a team, you've got to get some insight. That's what Jen does. Jen, before we jump into positioning here uh, and promotion, what's, again, the best way for people to find out more about you? You should go to my website, jenmorgan.com. That's Jen with two N's, morgan.com. And you can email me directly, j at jenmorgan.com. And please follow the radio show at Facebook and on Instagram at Radically Distinct. Also, uh, also what I want to say is Jen's going to be here each month with us. And also we've got a number of podcasts, which you're going to be able to hear as well. And if you go to her website and you take a look at what she's doing, you're going to get insight, you know, beyond what we're doing today. Today is an overview of what's to come to get very specific about how she helps others in the world and how you are one of the others that she can help. Um, Two two pillars we're going to talk about next. You know, we're talking about positioning and we're talking about promotion. And both of them come with a little heaviness for some people. Positioning has a level to it that is misunderstood. Promotion is something that many people are absolutely shocked that they have to do for themselves. Let's let's start off with uh, positioning, if we could. Tell us about that. How did that become a pillar, and why is this important in the mix? Well, well, positioning is incredibly important today because the world has changed, and it's <laughs> continuing to change at a really fast pace. So getting used to positioning is getting used to change and uh, and adapting yourself, your career, your family, your businesses quickly. You, it's not you don't get to all of a sudden do rebranding every ten years anymore. You're always rebranding in a sense, you know, because the world is changing quickly. Are you on track to where you want to go? You kind of have to keep adjusting, keep evaluating. So that's why positioning is important today. What, posi- what positioning is, is 
the context that you set for other people that allows them to make a decision, yes or no. Yeah. And most of us are so afraid to hear no <gasps> that we're not clear enough about the, this, the offer we're making in the world. And so if you have a really clear position, you know where you're coming from, it's not always here. To, it's nice to know that pe- uh, some people aren't going to come on your side, but it makes it much easier for you to stop wasting your time there and find the people who are going to be on your side. And it's really important also to just note you're always positioning yourself. The question's not whether or not you're comfortable with it, but whether or not you're doing it well. Yeah. Because if you don't do it well, you're not aligning yourself to the people who are helping you really express yourself in the world most effectively. Yeah. But doesn't positioning get confused with other things, right? I mean, it gets confused with some not so positive aspects. You know, we look at positioning and we get it all mixed up uh, with, okay, positioning means... I'm going to roll everybody over here and you know what? Somebody else can pick up the body bags along the way because Mm -hmm. that's a view of it. That is not what we're talking about here. Absolutely. Yeah. So in my webinar, uh, I have a personal brand webinar. I teach people the difference between positioning and posturing. Yeah. Now posturing, it's part of positioning because you, but, but let me tell you what it is first. So posturing is a way of holding your energy that signals to people who you think you are basically. And we're animals, and the animal kingdom is the best place to take a look at what posturing is. So peacocks, for example, they show their tail feathers to attract mates. And bears, they show their fangs to protect their young. And monkeys, you know, there's an alpha monkey. And then they'll, that alpha monkey walks around asserting his dominance until someone kind of comes and challenges him. So as humans, we have this posturing and that's what we rely on when we don't know how to position ourselves completely you know it's 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 somewhat of a intimidation piece if you're not aware that you're doing it and so oftentimes people will do this posturing in order to assert their dominance or or assert their competitiveness that just creates so much tension that you can't actually figure out the difference between what's happening yeah (laughs) why are you reacting the way you're reacting well you're probably reacting that way because somebody is trying to intimidate you or maybe you're intimidating somebody else but you don't mean to you're just striking a pose that's a little aggressive yeah yeah and you know doesn't this really tie in really well to promotion because i can see how they really do go together that you know i mean they're the the five pillars we're talking about i mean they each have this relationship but this idea about positioning and promotion seem like they are really like twins or something, that they work so well together that it's hard to get one without the other, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, positioning is a strategy, and a strategy has a premise and a set of assumptions or beliefs, and you have to clarify those before you can have communication to promote yourself with that is effective to achieving the position you are trying to get from the perception of other people, Right. See how I went even back to perception there. Uh, so promotions about raising your hand and speaking up about your value, letting people know who you are. You know, people get stuck on feeling like they're bragging. And the difference between promotion and bragging is, is it the right time? Or are you just going on and on about yourself because you want to look good? That's bragging. But promotion is saying, oh, you have a problem I can solve with that. You know what? I have some skills that will help there. He, let me know. Let me. I want you to come to this webinar coming up. If you don't tell people, then how will they get there? So promotion is really just saying, hey, this is what I have to offer. My people, come over here. Well, yeah. And so promotion, hard. (laughs) You know, I mean, how often do we run into people where you say thank you 
and they're not even sure what to do with that. Mm-hmm. Now we're talking about you have a dream and you want to launch it and you've gone through and let's say it's let's say it's all positioned all really well and nice. Yeah. And now, you know, Jen says, OK, time for a promotion. And all of a sudden you go on vacation for two months <laughs> yeah. because that's how yeah. scary it is. Right. Yeah. Yep. Right. How do you address this for people? Well, see, the people that I find have the biggest challenge with it are very sensitive, maybe even empathic. And so what happens is when you promote yourself, you're sensing other people's response a little too much. <laughs> so you overinterpret it and then you've overinterpreted it a couple times. And so now every time you speak up about who you are, you have this memory of this time in which you felt stupid. And so there's that piece. So you kind of I have to figure out where did they decide that speaking up about their value was not a good thing? And that's just kind of poking around and figuring out what's there. And then once they have that, it's also about knowing what to say and how to say it. And, and, and that's why personal branding is so important. You know, you got to have some language to, to in a, that's in a business vernacular that will help you talk about the value that you do, not just what you do. You're not just a massage therapist. No. You help salespeople make money. Yeah. You know, like you got to be able to talk about it from that perspective. And it doesn't even matter if you're talking to your children. You're, when you're talking to them about from a business perspective, you're you're communicating the value of what you're offering them in a way that they can understand it. Yeah. And, you know, what is really interesting about this? We're not just anything, you know, not a, you're not just a radio host. You're not just, a, a you know, a, an assistant. You're not just a flight attendant. That word just I think it's one of the most deadly words we have in our language right now. And we use it over and over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. You know, well, I'm I'm just a this, I'm just a that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I got really schooled about that by my stepmom. You know, when when she heard one of my sisters say something like, "Well, I'm I'm just a housewife." And my stepmom went nuts over that. And you know, this is really if we could eliminate one thing, just that word alone, is a great challenge for us to do. Yeah, I, I think the word when you say that, just you're just like you're giving your excuse, giving yourself an excuse to not try. Mm-hmm. And we live in a world, in a society where we're been ta- more taught how to fake it and how to fit in than how to be ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so you're there is no actually there is no such thing as just. It's just I don't even know I don't even know what to say that that would be. But it really is an excuse. Yeah. To not step forward into your most powerful brand. Well, let's I'm, we're going to skip the break because I want to make sure that we're able to sort of talk about performance. Um, again, it's one of those words that when we hear it, uh, if you're working in corporate America, you're thinking of the performance review. But we're really if we've said yes to our passion. Right. We've changed our perception. Right. We've now positioned ourselves. Uh, we've even go, gone so far as to promote ourselves or what we're doing, then, of course, we're going to expect some kind of results here, right? right? And that's what you mean, isn't it, by performance? Yeah. You know, how do you deliver results? And how do you measure the results that you delivered? Because oftentimes we, especially, let's, let's say you're a salesperson. Sales is very hard uh, for people who are really caring about what you're doing because it feels like a rejection. <laughs> but if you don't have a way to look at how you can improve your sales conversation whether or not they say no, whether or not they say yes, then all you have is win-lose. You know, I, 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 they signed on with me or they did not. But if you say, you know what, this is what I was able to learn and this is how I could have identified this situation sooner, then you're starting to create uh, performance goals that you can start to use to become better and to increase your conversion rate. 
And so oftentimes when I'm working with people with the, the performance, it's how do you evaluate how you, how you did? And it's not just winning or losing, but about how did you play? How did you show up? And the, that information gives you more motivation. You know, it kind of goes back all the way to passion. If you don't have a, a healthy perspective for how you performed and how you can improve, it's really hard to stay motivated. It's hard. It's hard to keep a keep your head clear and honest. You know, having a good perception that you can win. Winning is also one of those words mm-hmm. that we're afraid. Mm-hmm. We're totally afraid to be like winning. Mm-hmm. Um, but yet we're horrified to lose. <laughs> <laughs> and therefore people will play. You know what I'm to saying? Not, yeah, they'll play to not lose instead of to play to win. Exactly. That's something you and I spoke about. That is right. Yeah, I have a client who, who came yeah. to me three months ago and he said, uh, you know, I just got this great job. I'm just trying not to get fired. And I was said, okay, well, tell me about the place you're working at. And it became clear that he actually had, there's a CTO position open up. And he is, it's possible that they could bring in a CTO outside the company, but also he is the smartest person in that company from a technological standpoint. So I said, well, why not, instead of playing, don't get fired, why don't you play, hey, I'm, I'm capable of CTO position. And it changes the way he shows up every single day. Well, and when we are looking at this is we can take little bits and pieces of this, mm-hmm. right? You know, it's really interesting, you know, to watch people that are out in front and they're, you look at them now, especially with the Olympics. We're watching these people do extraordinary things, but they didn't start there. Mm-hmm. You know, they started with one step, one goal, one achievement, next step. What, what I love about the work you do in this area, you help people get focused, A, on where to start. And be on where they want to go. And that is not something it's easy to do by ourselves. Absolutely. That right there. Absolutely. It's where you want to start, where you want to go. And the other thing is is controlling what you can control. Because like I said, if somebody is going to work with you, they're going to say yes or no to work. You can't control that. You can just show up and deliver the best offer you can. So if you constantly are taking yourself out based on how other people respond to you, you're not going to get very far. Okay, so when we look at this and we take a step back now and, you know, recap, uh, we're talking about the RAD method today and we're talking about what it is that you're able to do to work with individuals or organizations or even in organizations with individuals, right? Mm -hmm. You know, how would you look back and now talk about radically distinct itself and the RAD method? And how, when we look at putting all this together, you've been able to work with people to completely transform their direction and their success, right? Mm Because that's what we're talking about here, success. Yeah. Well, the RAD method is a process for strengthening your power to produce results. And that, what does that mean? You know, there's this word that I like to use, self-efficacy, is your power to produce results which is what can you create in the world and how well can you intend, you know, create what you intend. And so there's a lot of being clear about what it is you're trying to do and then knowing who you are and what you have to bring to the table. And there is no strategy for you that, is, that, that will also work for your best friend. You know, this, this doesn't work like that. Yeah. You are a unique person. You are radically distinct. And a rough cut on what makes you radically distinct is significantly more effective than any strategy that you get from, you know, multi-million dollar sales company. Uh, or you, there is just 
there's ideas and strategies and concepts in the world, but how you apply them to you and your brand and your situation in today's environment, it all depends on who you are. Yeah. And and finding out who you are and who you want to become. Mm-hmm. Right. Because ultimately, aren't we looking at this is where I am today and I have a sense of where I want to become. But there is really, a, you know, an exponential effect to this. And, you know, part of that is I think this is where I want to become. Don't you help people see even more possibilities than that? Oh, absolutely. Right? It's like today I'm like, yeah. oh, this is what I want to do. <laughs> like, oh, I want to get a new job. But wait a minute. Have you thought about this? Have you thought about that? And what about have you thought about how to contribute and volunteer in the world? Mm-hmm. All right. So it goes beyond what somebody might think is their preliminary performance goal and a preliminary achievement goal. Absolutely. I, you know, I, I think I, the way that I look at what I do is that I expand the view of what they're looking at so that they can see it in context to other things working with it. And what that does is provides more, uh, you know, paths for people to go down. And that can be somewhat overwhelming. And that's why it's really important to focus in on what their skills and strengths are to date and what they want to be doing in the future. So, for example, five years ago, I knew I was going to be speaking. I, I, I did not actually know why at the time. I just had this feeling. I, you know, I had just decided that I you know, was angry at that man in New York. I'd done some traveling. I knew that there was something for me speaking to the public, but I had no speaking skills. So if I was just to go out into the world and start speaking to try to fill my business, I would fail miserably. I needed to take some training courses, and I did. I took a training course, and the first training course I took, I stood on the stage and couldn't remember my name. (laughs) And then five years later, I've been through tons of improv classes. I've done stand-up comedy. I'm now in an acting course, and I have a radio show. So this is like a huge change. But along the way, what I was doing was using the skills that I had for the first 10 years of my career networking, developing relationships, doing good work so that I could get referrals, and so up, and then building my method. And those things, knowing those things, and then moving them step one, step two, step three along the way gave me confidence because I started getting success stories. And then I started to have things to talk about. It wasn't forgetting my voice. And then I found people all over the place of things that they want to talk about and they have a hard time finding their voice. And then I all of a sudden saw this opportunity to be able to teach people what I learned in improv and stand-up and in acting and how to get in touch with how you feel and communicate effectively in the business world. And now that's my training programs. So you have to be allowing for your path to shape the vision you have, but you don't know what that is because it's unknown. So you got to be clear about where you're at and you got to know where you want to go so that you can make sure that you're aligned to where you want to go when you're deciding to take an improv class or deciding to take a comedy, which might seem to other people like it's way out there. You know, I've, people have said to me all the time, Jen, you are not focused. You need to get focused. You're doing comedy. You're doing acting. You're doing business. Like what? And to me, that's just them not understanding my performance strategy, quite honestly. And Whatever I do, whether it's acting or it's improv or it's my business, my goal is to raise the bar. And so I'm, I'm, I am my brand and you are your brand in any situation you do. It does not matter what job you have. It's what you bring to what you're doing that is your brand. Yeah. And sometimes people on the outside don't really see how the piece parts fit together. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't really see. Uh, you know, perhaps what how these other things are working to support your ultimate goal. Absolutely. Right. Right. I mean, if you sit there and, and you you and this is really true. 
if you sit there and you're a 300-pound uh, a linebacker and you're taking ballet lessons, people look at that and think, we don't understand why. Mm-hmm. And then you watch the dude play and you see that he is more agile, that he can move unlike other people. His flexibility has changed and so forth and so on. Yeah. So how do you help people kind of not lose the sense of who they are, because I think this is a great way to kind of wrap the show up today, because when all is said and done, we don't want to lose that. We want to bring that out. You know, I look for what what do you feel is missing Um, and then find. Here's an example. I had a client who he's a financial planner, totally dorky dude. I met him at a networking event and he he just he was I think I at the time was saying I help people stand out and, and, you know, not be like everybody else. And he said, man, everyone's a financial planner. I have a hard time getting clients. You know, I've, I've exhausted my network. So I, he coached with me for, was, uh, I don't know, six months or something like this. And one of the things that I learned in, in the conversation is I was trying to find a way to talk about financial planning that was more social and less nerdy, right, basically. <laughs> and uh, I, I was really struggling with this guy because I'm like, okay, that's really boring. So let me, let me ask you this. I'm asking, you know, interviewing. I'm trying to find out. And I eventually found out that he's in love with golf. Like he is just passionate about uh-huh. golf, but his sister and his sister, his daughter and his wife were always like shaming him. Stop talking about golf. All you ever do is talk about golf. Don't talk about golf. So he had just decided to leave that part of himself at home when he goes to work. Meanwhile, I was like, okay, that was the most interesting. Like when he told me about golf and how planning for his vacation was like golf, I thought, oh, that was really interesting. So can you tell me how? Uh, financial planning is like golf, and he's like, yeah, you know, if it's like a nine, I don't, I, I don't remember uh, all of the right, details, right. <laughs> but he was able to pull, talk, and bring it back to that. And on, I, I tell you, in like two weeks, he was standing up a chamber of commerce, saying, you know, investing in this is like a nine iron, and he went from being like the dork in the back corner to being, you know, very, very popular in the chamber of commerce events. Oh yeah, especially if you're talking about golf around here. <laughs> I know, but you know, that's really part of how you go about this. You know, yeah. you're really not twisting and turning people. You're literally unraveling people, really getting to the layers. You know, it's kind of like the sweet stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's I'm really excited about the series we're going to do together. What a great, what a great, great way to kick this off. Again, thank you for today. How can people find out more about you? Please give out your information. And we've got lots more to come with Radically Distinct Radio. Yeah, I would love to help you be radically distinct, whether you're an individual, an organization, or a team. So come on over to my website, jenmorgan.com. That's jenmorgan, jen with two n's, dot com. And you can email me directly, jay at jenmorgan.com. And please follow the radio show at Instagram and on Facebook at Radically Distinct. Awesome. Hey, everybody. Uh, If you've missed any part of this today, it's going to play tonight. And for most of you out there, I just want you to know that um, you will also be able to find out about all Jen's radio uh, shows, uh, exactly where she pointed to, but also Go to JenMorgan.com. The other thing also I want to say to everybody out there is if you're not sure about where you fit in the scheme of things, the series we're going to do together will help get there. But give Jen a call. I mean, she will be able to chat with you and simply help you decide what is next for you. Thanks, Jen. Great show. Thanks, Dr. Pat. Awesome. Awesome. All right. We're going to take a shorty, everybody. We'll be right back with the show. Hey, thank you for tuning in to Radically Distinct Radio. 
I don't want you to miss an episode, so subscribe to Radically Distinct Radio on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. And if you can, please rate and review the show on iTunes. Stay connected to me. Sign up for my newsletter on my website, jenmorgan.com. Follow at Radically Distinct on Instagram and Facebook. And tweet with me at, at Jen Morgan Brand. Until next time, I'm Jen Morgan, reminding you to be radically distinct. Thank you.